Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1200, A Surprising Contender for Tax-Efficient Retirement Saving, by Daryl Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. And I'm Dan, I'm your host, and hope your week is off to a great start. Happy Monday. This is, of course, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And have you heard our other podcasts yet? Because we cover a bunch of different topics on all of our shows, like minimalism, health, relationships, and much more. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of our shows. But for now, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. A Surprising Contender for Tax-Efficient Retirement Saving by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com Samuel Foote, a famous British comedic actor of his time, was chatting with a member of the royal court. The entitled aristocrat complained bitterly of having been thrown out a second-floor window for cheating at cards. Foote's advice? Don't play so high. One secret to successful retirement saving, in addition to getting started, is to avoid paying taxes, especially in high-income tax brackets. When you put your retirement money into play at higher tax rates, the government gets more of it. If instead you can limit or smooth out your income, staying out of those high tax brackets, you'll keep more of your money over time. The conventional advice is to do your retirement saving in tax-advantaged accounts, such as traditional and Roth IRAs and 401ks. Your savings will simply grow faster when liberated from an annual tax levy. That conventional advice makes sense in almost all cases, and most of us have accepted it without much question. But I recently found myself wondering about that conventional wisdom. Just how much better are tax-sheltered retirement accounts? How much faster does your savings grow in a retirement account than a taxable investment account? And is there a significant difference in the performance of different types of retirement accounts over the long run? How much does the choice of accounts really matter? And speaking of tax matters, what is the impact on your money of the types of returns those accounts produce? Does it matter if your investments produce primarily dividends, usually taxed at your marginal income tax rate as soon as they are received, or if they produce primarily capital gains? usually taxed at lower rates and not until you actually realize those gains by selling securities. I ran a series of retirement simulations to find out. Research. For my analysis, I used a high-fidelity retirement calculator that automatically performs detailed tax calculations each year with all the relevant tax provisions, including inflation-adjusted tax brackets. It also computes required minimum distributions, RMDs, from tax-deferred accounts after age 70, 
and it handles the taxation of capital gains as they are realized at reduced rates. In order to focus on just a few variables, I created a simple scenario, a hypothetical couple that chooses to save for retirement exclusively in one type of account, holding a single type of asset class. They save into this one account for their entire working career and then live off that same account plus social security during retirement. The couple earns 75K annually over the course of their careers and spends 50K annually on expenses, both while working and in retirement. Their social security benefit, equal to 24K in today's dollars, starts at age 65. Their return on cash is 0%, and their return on investments is 6%. Inflation runs at 3%. The couple starts saving at age 30, continuing until their retirement at age 65. Each year of their working career, they contribute 10K in savings to their single retirement account. I analyzed what happens when that savings accumulates in each of the three possible types of accounts, taxable, tax-deferred, and tax-free. I also investigated the difference between putting that money in investments that produce dividends only, or capital gains only, or a 50-50 mixture. Results. Retirement accounts. For each combination of account and investment variables, I ran the simulation up until the couple reached age 90, then recorded their ending net worth in today's dollars. Here are the results, the amount of money the couple has left at age 90 for each type of account and investment return. The first thing to notice is that the tax-free account generally does best. Tax-free is better than tax-deferred in this scenario because it results in a level income stream that stays out of higher tax brackets. That said, the tax-deferred option is ahead until retirement, age 65, due to the way it reduces taxes. Contributions to tax-deferred accounts are subtracted from taxable income. But then the tax-deferred option loses out because withdrawals from the tax-deferred account, including RMDs, push the couple into a higher tax bracket more often during retirement. The average effective tax rate for the tax-deferred option is about 2.5% higher than the tax-free. Looking at the results, we can also easily see that the tax status of your investment returns, whether primarily dividends or capital gains, does not matter for retirement accounts. That's because withdrawals from these accounts, when they're taxed at all, are taxed at ordinary income rates. So it doesn't matter whether the account growth is due to bonds producing dividends or stocks producing capital gains. The tax consequences are the same either way. And we see that demonstrated in the identical ending values regardless of the composition of the tax-free or tax-deferred accounts. Results. Taxable accounts. This is not true for taxable accounts, however. The results show that investments producing ordinary taxable income in taxable accounts underperform dramatically over the long haul. The taxable account with dividend income was worth less than one-half of the same account with capital gains. That's because not only are capital gains not taxed until securities are sold, allowing more time for investments to compound, but they aren't taxed at all if you're in the lower two tax brackets. And in fact, this couple spends most of their working and retired life in those lower 10% and 15% tax brackets. Now compare the ending value of that taxable account with 100% capital gains to that of the tax-free account. Remarkably, a taxable account with most of its growth coming from capital gains, if that growth is withdrawn in the lower two tax brackets, is essentially equivalent to a tax-free retirement account. That's because in either case, the growth is not taxed. Also note that this particular couple would actually have been better off saving in a taxable account than a tax-deferred account if they were willing to deal with the volatility of owning primarily stocks in that taxable account. 
And while most taxable accounts can't outperform the average tax-free account, they do have one clear advantage, far fewer rules about what you can and can't do with your money. Am I suggesting that you forego the traditional retirement savings vehicles? Absolutely not. For most people, those accounts are the best starting point for retirement savings. And the additional rules and barriers for accessing that money are actually a good thing if they provide motivation to leave that money alone and invest for the long haul. Also, you'd rarely want 100% equities in your taxable accounts. That's because at least one of those accounts should probably be serving as an emergency fund. You'll need stable cash or bonds that you can draw on in a pinch without penalties and without regard for what the market is doing at the time. Finally, equities themselves typically generate some dividends. But even if you don't follow this example to the extreme, there is much to be learned from it. Owning capital gains generating securities as much as possible in your taxable accounts can pay off big time over the long haul, especially if you live in the lower tax brackets. Conclusion The conventional advice about retirement saving is correct for the most part. Smart retirement saving is all about deferring and reducing taxes. You want to pay taxes later, and you want to smooth your income if possible so you pay those taxes from lower tax brackets. But you might not appreciate how important that is until you study the numbers I just talked about. A tax-smart approach to retirement saving and living can easily increase your ending net worth by 25-50% to or more. But that doesn't necessarily require a tax-sheltered account. The conventional wisdom leaves out one surprising contender for tax-efficient retirement saving. For those in the lower tax brackets, a taxable account holding the right kind of assets, those that primarily generate capital gains, can be very nearly as effective as the best retirement account. So, when it comes to your retirement money and taxes, it's best not to play so high. Whether you choose to save in tax-advantaged accounts or live in lower tax brackets, or both, your finances will do better in the long run. And just to be safe, I'd avoid cheating at cards too. You just listened to the post titled A Surprising Contender for Tax-Efficient Retirement Saving by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com slash advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. 
And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. I hope you enjoyed it and have a great rest of your day. I will be right back here with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.